Hello, everybody, and welcome to another mega success podcast where we demonstrate the both sides of every success. My name is JT Fox. My co-host is my CEO, Francie, and this is hard-heading, no BS, and the idea is to sharpen your business acumen, not have this sort of one-sided news cycle that seems to be fed to us as well. And if you start thinking more vertical about business, then you'll start making better business decisions, better strategic decisions. Pac, how are you? I'm great and I'm excited. What are we going to be debating? Yeah, you have no today? idea. Or you have no idea. I'm just scrolling my phone as we speak. So the, the first topic, and this hit me this morning, and I think as a CEO, you'll have a perspective about this. Whole food is lashing at Joe Biden's woke labor whole relations food boss. Or whole paycheck. Whole paycheck. But for those who Whole Foods is owned by Amazon, it's this organic thing, in case they live in another place in the world for insisting its workers were entitled to wear Black Lives Matter masks to work. As the lawyers for the supermarket warns that imposing rule violates its First Amendment rights. So the idea is Whole Foods says, listen, our policy has been consistent that we don't allow anybody to wear logos of any kinds, political or not, with our uniform." And so some are saying it's racist. Some are saying it's, you know, it, it's, it should be done. Also, you know, Whole Foods does apply to a lot of yuppies. A decision is going to be put in front of the National Labor Board uh, in the month of March. What's your first gut reaction at this? My gut reaction is, as a company, if your policy is to not wear any type of brand or logo while also wearing your company branded apparel, I think that's more than fair because here's, here's the reality. If I work at Whole Foods and I'm wearing my Whole Foods uniform and I have a mask on, my mask should not say anything. And I think, you know, here's the flip side, right? Like I, it sounds like somebody got in trouble for wearing a Black Lives Matter mask. And so now it's creating an issue, right? Is that what it is? Somebody wore a Black Lives Matter mask and- Correct. And then they're saying right. like they're basically. Right. So here's my, here's, here's my thing. So what if somebody shows up to Whole Foods and they're wearing a mask that says white people are better than every other people, right? It would be immediately you need to take that off. So it's like, you should just have no, just having no logos. I feel like it's fair. You wouldn't wear if you work in the Nike store, you can't wear other logos. You can only wear Nike. And I know this isn't a clothing brand, but I think that's to have that policy across the board, it should just be, you can only wear Whole Foods with no other brands showing. And if that, that's true. Now there's an issue if people are coming to work with branded masks with other brands that aren't being told you have to put on a plain black mask then we have an issue. But if everyone is being told, regardless of what it says, no, you need to wear a plain black mask while you're working at Whole Foods, I think that's more than fair. And I think that's more than reasonable because it shouldn't be anyone bringing in their anything, right? Politics, religion, favorite sports team, right? Like you wouldn't wear a sports branded mask, right? It's just clean black or white, white, whatever color mask they're supposed to wear, I think that's more than fair. What is not fair though, is like I said, if people are wearing branded face masks and not getting in, in trouble for it, 
that's a whole other conversation. So what about the argument that some might make that this notion of Black Lives Matters or any equal justice is important at the forefront for people to put out and protecting the justice and getting the message out is more important than in fact protecting the constitutional right of Whole Foods to say, we don't want that message. So on one way, we are kind of- They're not saying we don't want that message, but then I argue, right? You're opening up a can of worms because then what if you have some white supremacists working at Whole Foods wanting to wear their white supremacy mask? Is that now supposed to be allowed, right? Like, well, no, here, here's what's interesting. You have Jennifer uh, Ambruzzo, who's the legal counsel for the labor board, said that they were interested in cases involving mutual aid and protection. She said in a webinar that federal law protects employees participating in Black Lives Matter protests or demonstration against crackdowns on undocumented worker, and that could be carried into the workplace, which is but a very dangerous precedent. That's. To me, I think as an employer, you can't, as an employer, as a CEO of a company, if we have people that want to go march in Black Lives Matter or participate in whatever protest, that's what they're doing on their time and they're, they can promote whatever they want to. When they are at mega success, promoting whatever they want to, that's a different, different line because now they're being paid to be there by a company and that agenda whatever it is may or may not align and so you it just shouldn't be present in in the workplace interesting i don't know well here's my point is that just by discussing this some people will think it's racist. Oh, some it, people are going to be pissed at me because I said the word white supremacy, right. thinking it's. But that's white, my problem. Right? That's so my problem. That. Here's the thing, too. I'm the owner of a company, and I don't want no other logos or other things in my company. What you do on your private time is your time, and we need to stop being pressured by anybody to believe what we want to believe or to do what we want to do. It's my business. I could do whatever I want. If you don't like it, you can go work somewhere else, which by the way, who else is going to, but it says very dangerous precedence. But what happened is that the problem with wokeness is that it's never going to go away. It's only going to get worse because it falsely empowers people as well. I don't know what you guys are listening. What are your thoughts on this as well? Not that um, you can really comment since we're doing a podcast. See, I'm so used to being live. Uh, if this was YouTube, we asked in the comment, but we took this uh, off there. So that's issue number one. Issue number two, Apple made record profits in 2021, largely due in part to the App Store. And I think the, it's not so much that Apple and the ecosystem that, but I think the importance of people more than ever, it is not about the customer acquisition, but also having clients who buy more than once to you do business with more. And Apple has put on a clinic of, Hey, listen, you know, once I like an Apple product, I will buy everything from the watch, the computer, the iPad and everything. And I think a lot of people are so concerned now in a world where it's becoming harder and harder to market to say, how do I get new customers? What they're not asking is how do I work with my existing one? And if you take a look at Amazon and you take a look at 
at uh, even Disney now with, with the ecosystem they have of ESPN and Hulu. If you got some customers that are good, you got to keep them forever. And I think that's a mistake that a lot of people make. Would you agree with that? Well, yes, I agree with what you're saying. I think Apple, do you mean from the app store of- From the app of, store, sales of the app stores, the, the, they get the 30% or 50 Right. So I was going to say, I think the thing is, which Apple is smart and knowing because we're going through this ourselves, anyone that puts an app on the app store, it could be a free app. But if Apple feels like you are charging for content in some way, shape or form or a service or there's a way you could be charging, they will unapprove your app until there is a way for them to collect a fee because it seems like in some way, shape or form, you're monetizing that app. So if they feel like you're monetizing something or should be monetizing something and they're not getting a piece of it, they simply just won't let you publish your app. So I think in a, in a little way, if, if a, such a big piece of the revenue is coming through the app store, it's because they've figured out we dominate the marketplace because if you have an iPhone and you have an app, you want it to be on the app store. And we're going to put these conditions on you of how we need to monetize what you're doing in order for you to be able to launch. So, yeah, I think they're really smart. Is it also, you know, to some standpoint, a little bit of a shakedown? Right. Like I want my app on Apple. So it's like you got to be creative on a workaround or you have to put a monetization point. So is it a little bit of a shakedown and we need to get our piece and they're coming well, around thought, the and by the way, and, but again, why cut? is it every company that's successful? You may not like that Apple controls, but they had to take a lot of risks. They had to make a lot of decisions. They had to make a lot of innovations. And if you don't like it, then, you know, I remember the story of the street.com Jim Cramer's company, right? The thing. And when they took themselves off the, the iPhone, the Apple store, where people couldn't buy directly from there, their sales, like, went really, really down. And that's the ecosystem. And I think as an entrepreneur, as a business person, people forget, for example, for us just to put on our big conference, Mega Success, you guys check out megasuccess.com, billionaires, multimillionaires, uh, you know, 70 plus countries around the world, entrepreneurs, people just take a look at the conference, but they don't take that, it takes a year to fill. All the work, the negotiations with the celebrities, the billionaires, the jets, the food, the per diems, the scheduling. And people often just took a look at the end result. Right. And so they had to build that ecosystem. Amazon lost money for 10 years. So everyone just takes a look at the end result, but they didn't take the look at the risk. A lot of people could have done that. Android could have done that. They were late to the game. So Apple and also just people forget creating the phone was a move by Steve Jobs that a lot of the board members did not want to make because they're like, hey, it's going to ostracize the, the iPod which is making us a lot of money in Steve Jobs responses. And by the way, this is straight from Steve Wozniak, who basically called me the closest thing to Steve Jobs, which by the way, they gave that title to Elizabeth Holmes, uh, Fortune Magazine. So I don't want that title and remotely close. But he said, Steve said, Steve Jobs said, if I don't do it, somebody else will. And that turned out to be one of the biggest and best business moves ever. They not only re revolutionized, I mean, as we say this, Blackberry's dead out of last week it's dead that little keyboard thing which i never like is dead 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 so you know what there is risk and is it suck that they're big and there's a monopoly well same thing with walmart they started with a few stores so there's all these people who want you know just this example of 
of me on Instagram and Reels. We talked about this time. You know, I'm just trying to see to put some effort, creating even more comment, even in this show. I mean, we're busy. Look at all the closings and deals we're doing. I mean, last thing is in the middle of the day, you got a meeting in 10 minutes. I got, I, okay, we're trying to squeeze it in, but we're playing a long-term game. And so we're planting seeds. And I think people just want to walk up to the farm, have their little basket, put it in, complain that it's too expensive, they get cheaper, and they didn't do anything. And that is the problem with this society. It, we've become too lazy. The market's been too hot. There's too much stimulus money out there. That is my rant. And I, I, I hope you and, agree with me. And rant. And rant. So Next topic. Oh, you're not even, you're just agreeing with me on this one. Um, next topic is, uh, is, uh, is interesting, more of like a, a, a business one. Zynga is in essence getting purchased by, uh, and Zynga, remember those Farmville when Facebook came out and you, you yeah, be there. The creator of, isn't Zynga the creator of that? Farmville, yeah, they're the creator of Farmville. And they're getting a sort of um, uh, Take-Two Interactive, which is does all the video games and stuff like that. They're acquiring it for 12.7 billion, which is insane considering that without uh, Facebook, Zynga- How do they even have that much money? I think it's a stock deal. I think it's a stock deal. In fact, when the deal got announced this morning, the stock dropped by $3. So they're paying a 64% premium, which is insane. Uh, it's the first merger in a long time, ironically enough. And so what Zynga is in fact a mobile gaming company, which they're sort of, which is a mix of stock and cash, by the way. And so they're paying a 64% premium on Zynga shares. And the whole idea is to, they're saying they're trying to build a business over a very long time. But let me ask you a question. When's the cell phone going away? I think the cell phone, as we know it, may go away. This traditional thing that we have in our hands may go away. So my question to you is, you know, like, is well, that, a, is that smart? Is, and who knows what the strategy or the play is, but like, is there a bigger play? Probably. Is there a bigger piece at play where there's some future of, Probably into what, the metaverse what is that there's a lot of players on Zynga. So probably the monetization is to maybe create a farm-like thing in the metaverse. I have to admit that has to be the play. Uh, that has to be the play. And so I, I, I think a, a lot of people are making these plays. And I think for, a lot of, it's interesting because I think a lot of people are making these moves between the metaverse, the NFT world, this like, where are we going? And I think it's going to be interesting to see who are the people that made the right plays and who are the people that bet the house on black and it rolled red. And by the way, just so though, take two is the one that does Grand Theft Auto. So in case you don't know, they're famous for that, which is something that's made them a lot of money. I think it's, um, you know, listen, I think a lot of people make a lot of moves and I think it segues to our last topic here. I think there may be a pump and dump in the NFT uh, in the NFT world, and I'll tell you why. Because I used to um, remember when when the Big Cloud came up and everybody had their own coins, and everyone said, "JT, you should get your coin. You should get your coin." And then someone yeah. created my name, the fake coin, which you know we had discussion yeah. whether or not we should reclaim it or do whatever it is. And literally someone sent me a, a message. I'd be like, hey, JT just came up coin. Let's all buy. And they were coordinating on WhatsApp. Pumping up. Pumping boiler up. room style. This is boiler room style. Yep. Pump and dump. Pump, pump and dump. 
pump and dump. You have uh, also game stock, right? The meme stocks, which are obviously not valued the way they were. And the market is being manipulated and the SEC or anyone doesn't have the government doesn't have to control or have the manpower to control it because there's just so many different players. But people are saying, oh, look, my my thing is worth this and just buy that. And there's these side deals going. And then people are like, look, I just bought this and people are bragging, buy this. I think there's this little collusion. And the average Joe who doesn't know better is like, oh, my God, I need to buy a monkey for like five ETH. Are are, are, are are putting this money and these people are profiting in the short term and making an insane amount of money. I equate it, I think the bit clout is a, a good equation, but I also equate it to like, oh, everyone's talking about Bitcoin. So let's create all these ICOs of all these different shit coins, get a celebrity brand to back my latest shit coin that's going to have its ICO. And those people made money, but those coins weren't worth anything. And I think you're going to have NFTs. And I, I've said this on the NFT front before. It makes sense if you are an artist, if you're a musician, there is value to that. And as your brand grows, the value of whatever music or art, I'm just going to clump that those both things as like art masterpiece. There's value to that, especially if you are the true owner, right? And you like kind of like you own a music library, right? Like people can buy the music library. So you own the rights. So people have to pay you every time that song is used, right? If I can own a song, like an artist can sell a song and I can be the owner of that song. And every time it's used, I can receive payment for that. There's value in some of those NFTs, but I think there's always a craze where like, I, I don't know, JT, maybe I should do like a whole elephant collection. Everyone's doing monkeys. Maybe I do the NFT elephant collection and a bunch of people buy it, but they're not going to be worth shit in, yeah. I wouldn't even say five years. I'd say six months. Nobody's going to want to like resell and resell and I mean, resell. I, what I don't understand is if you painted a monkey, right? Before all this, you painted a monkey or you drew a monkey and you put a picture of it, would you like to buy this? Like nobody would buy it. All of a sudden, because it's on the blockchain, because it's on the blockchain, you can make money. It is kind of crazy. It is, it is and, and the problem is, you know, I think a lot of people are wasting a lot of money and they think, I, like, I don't know, I, I we are looking more on the NFT project on the corporate world and the utilization, kind of like credit card processing, not, am I going to sell a monkey for 10 ETH um, which by the way, crypto took a, an E took a huge hit as we say this, but when people listen to this, it could be way, way down or way up, but it just goes to show it's very, very, uncertain. I just made an NFT, a creature on a mushroom. <laughs> Who wants to buy it? 20 ETH, 20 ETH, a creature with a mushroom was just drawn. Oh, as wait, well. let me add some grass. Wait, let me add some grass. Oh, wait, this could be two different NFTs right, right now. Which, right? by the way, you got to post that on your Instagram so that uh, so that people can. There we go. There's uh, my. So take a picture of it. Put it I just created an NFT. Who wants to buy it? 10 ETH. 10 ETH. You know what? There's a lot of Fugazis, but, you know, eventually the title. No, always... Somebody will think I'm serious and be like, where do I send it to? And I would be by like. Way, you've already no been canceled because you said white supremacist. So at this point, whoever is left probably remotely likes you at this point. So there you go. That's it. Francie's got a meeting where we got some real business to go in there. If you like this, 
And I would recommend to be in a like-minded individuals like me and Francie, I recommend you go to jtfox2xfounders.com. Literally 300 of the wealthiest, most successful people, billionaires, multi-billionaires, nine, eight figures, eight figures, seven figures, some six celebrities. And we all get together and we share knowledge and basically share deals and share insights exactly like we do. Who you spend time with is who we become. jtfoxfounders.com. That's Fox with two X's. Pack any final words today. Don't forget, like, review, send us messages, leave us comments, tell us what you want us to talk about, and we will talk about it. If you have a hot topic or want to take on something, send it to us, and we will discuss it. Just give us Maybe. five star on Apple. You're not going to send us a message. And by the time you send us that message, it's too late to talk about. Also, check out my YouTube uh, video where I'm also putting some topics that we don't get to cover here on my YouTube channel, JT Fox. And uh, thank you all for being here. Let us know what you think. Because we could start doing this more, but if don't get any five stars, five stars is how we know that you guys like this. So more positive reviews, the more we're going to do this. Thank you all. And remember that success is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. All Fox, no fluff on this podcast. We'll see you next time.